and all the different lemons that I've allowed life to throw at you, you have hit those periods of overwhelm, you've dealt with those lemons, and you've been able to make lemonade. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast with Dr. Phyllis Hayes-Reams, the one-stop podcast for Christian women who want to unplug from feeling overwhelmed and plug into their inner superpower of resilience so that they can live a life of peace and joy and in God's purpose. Hey, welcome back to Overwhelmed, to Resilient. Today is episode three, Afraid to Pivot? Three key steps to get unstuck and move forward. How many of you out there are afraid to pivot? Or maybe you're in the middle of the pivot or maybe we need to even step back and talk about what it means to pivot. Pivot, to pivot means to change direction. And this is especially true in life. You know, I've thought about this quite a bit that, you know, there's things such as they talk about midlife crisis or midlife career changes or changing direction or starting over. And you know, I I used to say starting over. And I really try to stop myself when I say that because I feel that nothing that happens in life is wasted. We have a lot of experience, most of us, that are positive mixed with negative. And sometimes you can have more negative experiences. You know, I call those the lemons in life versus the positives. Yet nothing is is wasted. And I truly believe that while there are many times that we feel alone or we can, you know, have our faith tested or we question our faith, we know that God is okay with all that because we're human. We're not expected to be perfect. And there comes a time, be it whatever the decade we are in life, but I think especially it can happen in our 20s, our 30s, uh, our 40s, our 50s, our 60s, our any time it can happen, 70s and above, it can happen where you hear that voice that tells you it's time to do something else. It's time to pivot. Or life can, as I said, throw you a lemon and you have no choice but to pivot. Maybe there's a change in a relationship. Could be a friendship, could be a marriage. It could be a more serious, you know, a relationship without marriage. It again, like I said, a friendship, it could be a work relationship, toxic work drama. 
Um, it could be a change in role of with your children, things happen. There can be role changes. If you're a caregiver, if you're taking care of a loved one or friend, or maybe your parents, it could be a loss of a loved one. I know how that is. Um, it was one thing to lose my dad in 2002. I couldn't believe it. Um, and then to lose my mom in 2021, it's like, wow. So my dad passed in 2002, had my mom with us. So for most of us, and we all have different relationships with our parents. If you've had both parents in the home and their relationship has been good, you have one now, you could be closer to one parent than another. So it just depends on who passes first. You know, Lord forbid, there's many people who deal with potentially both parents go at the same time. But you cling on to that surviving parent even more. And then to have that parent pass away, it's nothing like it. And I am going to talk about that with you all as we're heading into holidays. So I'll be talking about that on, in some future episodes. The whole thing of losing a parent, losing a loved one, um, and what that means for life. But back to today's episode, when you have a life change, whatever the source is, that, but you feel it as a huge life change. You're at a life's crossroads where you have to do something different. It can be very, very scary. We talked about this a little bit in the last episode when I was talking to you about changes in my um, job that came along with a change in my job. Today, I want to talk about the feeling you have when you're in that pivot stage, when you're in that pivot stage, when you know that there's something else out there, you know you need to do something differently. You can see it. It's almost like out there in a fog, like it's in the distance. But it's scary. It's easier to stay in the comfort zone, even, you know, where you're at, even if it's toxic where you are, right? It's easy to stay with what you know. Yet your spirit is telling you, your your, your, your essence is telling you that there's something else. And it's far off in that, that distance. But how do you get the courage? How do you get the courage to take the next step to get out of your comfort zone, to get to the next chapter? 
I want to share with you three key steps that helped me when I found myself at a crossroads and God was telling me it's time for me to fully step into his purpose and step into the next chapter that was going to require definitely a faith walk. And that's really what this is about, is how do we walk the talk? For us as Christians, we are taught and we believe in God through Jesus Christ and that we walk by faith and not by sight, correct? And with that being said, when it really comes to a situation where you really have to walk by faith, that's when we really have to walk the talk. It's no longer enough to pontificate and, and recite the scripture. You are right there knowing that if you take the step forward, well, actually, before you take the step forward, you know that it's something out there, but you're scared. You're just standing right there. I recently preached a sermon at church and it was about the scripture of when Jesus had fed the multitudes. And, you know, there's several recountings of that in the gospel. And he had sent the disciples off. And he went to take a break, which is important. Remember, Jesus took breaks when he needed to refresh himself. And he went away to pray and be by himself. And the storm came up on the water and the disciples were afraid. So we give Peter a hard time. Don't we usually give Peter, you know, Mr. Peter, you know, we give him a hard time. But Peter, when Jesus came across the water, said that it was him. Peter said, if it's you, let me come to you. Let me walk on the water, right? And Jesus said, come on. And Peter stopped walking on the water. But then when he started to look down, that's when he got somewhat afraid, caught up in his humanity, and he began to, right? Didn't drown, but he began to lose his footing and he was sinking into the water. And Jesus took him by the hand. Now, while many of us get caught up in, well, Peter didn't have faith and he was sinking. But what I asked the congregation in that sermon was to think about, well, what were the other disciples doing in the boat? 
they decided to stay in their comfort zone. I mean, it was uncomfortable, right? The, the, the waves were going, but yet they would rather stay in the boat that's being rocked back and forth and they're afraid and with the wave, the storm, they'd rather stay there and they'd rather stay in their fear of, is that really Jesus? Then do as Peter did, which was to at least take the risk to step out on faith and walk toward Jesus. And that's where I want you to think about is pivoting. To me, that is a prime example of stepping out of the comfort zone to go toward something new and to fulfill what God has for you to do. And personally, for me, I had to do that even more recently with this podcast. I too have been going through my own growth. And just as I have been helping my clients find their transformation and really jump starting launching into their next chapters, I continue to grow and evolve as well. And when I started the podcast, it was under Compassion Refuel because I was focusing on compassion fatigue and people who are wired with big hearts and they give to others. And so you will find several episodes with that. And I thought, okay, this is it. I've arrived. This is where I'm going to be. But then the Holy Spirit spoke to me, wrestled with me and said, Phyllis, you're still not getting to the essence that I have for you to share. And so that's how I had to go get quiet. And that's step one is you have to sit with your feelings. So I had to sit with the Holy Spirit telling me what I didn't want to hear because I wanted to just, you know, it's, it's much easier. I've already had the podcast under this name. We're already doing this. But I had to sit with that nagging feeling that the Holy Spirit was saying, Phyllis, this is still not where I need you to be. So the first thing I had to do is sit with it, really sit with it and think about it. And God spoke to me through the Holy Spirit to say, when you get down to it, what I had you experienced was a sense of overwhelm and all the different lemons that I've allowed life to throw at you. You have hit those periods of overwhelm. You've dealt with those lemons and you've been able to make lemonade. There was also a time that, not even a time, over the years, so many people have told me, Phyllis, you're the light. You're so resilient. And in dealing with some of the situations, more hurtful, situations in life, some of those same people 
were talking about my resilience, yet because I was so caught up in my feelings of hurt and disappointment, that it became really a kind of a, it left a bad taste in my mouth just to, you know, and in my ears for them to be saying I'm resilient. Until I took the next step, which was to embrace who God has created me to be and embrace my resilience. And that's also what the Holy Spirit said. That's the way I wired you, Phyllis. Embrace it. Because even those who you may consider as your, I'm going to go ahead and use the word, the haters. And really what it is, is, you know, Satan gets busy in all of us. And uh, we have to even check ourselves to make sure that we're not allowing him to get busy with us. But those who came at me a certain way or, and we all go through that, right? And if they can even see it, my resilience, embrace it. That's a good thing. Because that means I can even encourage the naysayers those who want to come at me negative. So number one, I had to do was to sit with it, to sit with what God was telling me that I couldn't stay in my comfort zone. I had to move just like in other times in life. I had to move from compassion refill to overwhelm. To claim that, that that's what the, the feeling, the emotion, the, the, the essence, the really what it was. To sit with it and call it what it was and what it is that we deal with. And so number two was to embrace who God has created you to be and who he wants you to be. And number three is to go for it, walk by faith, go for it, go for it. So number one is to sit with it, sit, get quiet, let the Holy Spirit talk to you. You know, when you're something is, is, is got you turning in your spirit and your gut and sit with it, don't run from it. Number two is embrace who God has created you to be. And number three, walk by faith. Do it. Walk the talk. Sit with it. Embrace it. And walk it. Sit with it, embrace it, and walk it. I hope that that has been helpful for you today. I know that the journey and my use of three these three steps has been such a blessing and life-changing for me. 
And I look forward in the next episodes because we're going to talk more about these critical steps and what it takes to be able to walk the talk, what it takes to embrace who God has created you to be, what it takes to be able to sit with it. So I really look forward to sharing my experiences with you. And down the line, we are going to be having some wonderful guests join us as well. So I hope to see you next week for the next episode of Overwhelmed to Resilient. Till next time, take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today for today's episode of Overwhelmed to Resilient, where we unplug from feelings of overwhelm and plug into our inner resilience so that we can live lives of joy and in God's purpose through mind, body, and faith reset. If today's episode resonated with you, please subscribe. And if you know someone who would also find value, please share it with them. I look forward to being with you every week. Take care and I'll see you next time for Overwhelmed to Resilient.